Alice took shuddering breaths. She deduced an infidelity to fuel the ruckus and wondered if she could use it to her advantage. Her heart thundered in the hope someone would storm out of the house. Not for the first time, she'd believed tonight was going to be the night. She would keep on believing. Jess had made her first etch upon the wood chip next to her bed after making an estimate of the days she'd missed. Now a row of scratches overlooked her sleeping space. Eight days and counting. Several times she had played the activist of failed plans to avoid picking at the scabs of childhood memories. Of school, family gatherings, of Megan, whom she hadn't thought of in twenty years. But what else was there to do in this darkened place where shutters permitted but a slit of light? No newspapers, radio or TV. Woodchip had proved the worst backdrop for nostalgia and Jess did not want to get wistful. She did not want the past to gnaw into the present like the creeping gloom as evening advanced upon the shuttered window. If only their captors knew what a bad choice they'd made with one Jessica Fraser, heir to night business consultancy and Coulson building contractors, both the biggest of their kind in Britain. Yes, a big pot was to be had, but her parents' bovine love of wealth went to unsettling depths, including using charity events to further their prospects. Yes, Jess was a daddy's girl with a tidy price tag. Only, Jess feared there wouldn't be a price tag to be had. Jess pressed her ear against the wall. Somewhere a door slammed. Jess's pulse shot into overdrive. Footsteps receded outside. Voices. Her clammy fists wrung at her jeans. Tonight was going to be the night. She could feel it. Jess thought she had done a good job at acting the clueless daddy's girl they had expected. In truth, she nursed a sick dread. I can't live in these clothes, Jess had mumbled two days ago. Her liberty blouse and leather-trimmed boots no longer represented how she felt and did not feel hers any more. One of her captors, Jake, conceded jeans and T-shirts. Jess uttered a thanks, more so to her parents who had been excellent tutors in how to act cool. Two days later, Jess dared to request footwear. In the reflection of the window, she saw Jake's eyes narrow. The slippers didn't materialise and the hostage cuisine didn't help. Cereal, toast, crisps and pot noodles formed the staple. The takeaways were the worst, Indian or Cantonese washed down with coke. The room became a graveyard for fast food. It began to smell like one too. Jess gathered disinfectant from her next trip to the bathroom. Cleaning had a therapeutic value, even though they sneered at her efforts. That's when she spotted them. A pair of Reeboks beneath the sink. She stuffed them beneath her T-shirt before gathering her cleaning kit and exit in the bathroom. Jess tried them on when she was alone. A tad big on the heel, but she wasn't planning on running a marathon. Jess trembled inside as she made her final request. Couldn't you give me a proper knife and fork? Those plastic ones keep breaking. Two evenings back, her final wish had been granted. Jess messed up her dinner and deposited the previous night's plastic cutlery onto the plate. She concealed their metal counterparts beneath her mattress. She hoped that Jake would not be serving his hostage this evening, for Jess found him too observant. Jess turned over and feigned sleep before her next visitor showed up. 
She knew by the shuffle that Justin had drawn the short straw. The tinny percussion from his iPod hissed. She held her breath as he gathered her leftovers. Once done, he made a retrudge with a moan to the rhythm section. Once the bolt had clicked, Jess had stuffed a metal cutlery through a tear in the mattress. Ready. Silence had tumbled since the departure of the two of three, and her soaring adrenaline had reached a plateau. The last embers of sunset now streamed between the shutters. A thin section of trees was all she could see. Not overlooked would be the boastful description of the property if it found its way into an estate agent's window. Great for keeping hostages. Still, Jess hoped someone might notice a woman going flat out in baggy jeans and ill-fitting Reeboks. Jess flexed her toes within the trainers. The flannelette inners felt reassuring. With a trembling hand, Jess foraged.